Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodhi, and I am your host. And it's Sunday night, and I'm recording. I'm just going to say that I've had a very frustrating three days trying to get this to work. It has failed every single time, and for some reason, and I don't know why, it's working right now. I don't know what I did to break it, and I sure as heck don't know what I did to fix it, but everything seems to be working. So I'm going to skip over the things that I like. I'm going to say if you want to support this show, go to patreon.com forward slash kilowatt or support kilowatt.com. If you support this show on Patreon, then you get a little bit longer show each week. On the Patreon exclusive this week, we're going to talk about Volvo, Tesla, and a study that Ford did on EVs. I don't want this to sound like clickbait, but the study that Ford did on EVs was pretty insane. It kind of blew my mind in some of the, the responses they got back. So let's start the show. This first article comes from Zach Palmer at Autoblog. This is just a quick update. The Honda E, which we talked about either last week or the week before, now has a price, a base price of 33,470 euros. If you want the advanced trim, then you're looking at an additional 3,000 euros. Deliveries will start next year in the UK, Germany, and uh, France, and Norway. Honestly, I expected this car to be priced closer to 25,000 euros. It's effectively a smart car. Its range is very limited. I think as cool as the Honda E looks, it doesn't look 33,470 euros cool or 36,470 euros if you want the advanced trim. It looks like 22,000 euros cool or 25,000 euros if you want the advanced trim. That's just my opinion, but our next story comes from Mark Kane at Inside EVs, and this is another update. We talk about, uh, I think it was last week, man, all these shows run together. Nikola Motors, they've been raising money, and they've secured another $230 million investment from Bosch and Han Huai. Hope I said that right. At the Nikola Motors event last spring, Bosch was all over the place. A lot of the technology that makes the Nikola Motors semis work comes from Bosch. So this makes complete and total sense to me that they're going to invest in Nikola. And on the other side, Hanhua, 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 
H-A-N-W-H-A, I might just be trying to say that fancy, is a renewable energy company. They do solar panel, panel manufacturing. That kind of makes sense, especially when you consider that the Nikola semis run off of hydrogen and Nikola wants to use clean energy to produce the hydrogen that goes into their vehicles. These partnerships are very synergistic. Synergistic? Am I saying that right? I don't think I am. Anyway, they're good partnerships for Nikola to have, and it sets them up for success going forward. Our next story comes from Sven Gustafsson from Autoblog. Cox Automotive, the company behind Auto Trader, Kelly Blue Book, and Auction House, Auto Auction House, Mannheim, and a bunch of other dealer-related brands, has invested $350 million into Rivion. Rivion and Cox Automotive will partner in digital retailing, logistics, and service operations. This is actually, again, a really smart partnership for Rivion. Rivion wants to sell their vehicles directly to the consumer. And it looks like, at least from the outside, Cox Automotive is positioned to provide much of the back end Rivion's going to need to be successful at that direct-to-the-consumer sales strategy. Cox Automotive will also get a seat on Rivion's board. So it sounds like a really good deal for everyone involved. I think the number thrown out, Rivian's now worth something like $3.5 billion, and they haven't put out a vehicle yet. It's pretty insane. Our next story comes from Kyle Field at Clean Technica. Byton showed off the production version of the M-Byte at the Frankfurt Auto Show. The 48-inch dashboard display, they call it a shared experience, and the 7-inch steering wheel display made it into the final production version of the car. The M-Byte does have another display. It's down kind of low in between the passenger and driver, kind of where the Model S, Model X uh, screen is. This is called the co-driver display, so the front passenger can actually use it. The M-Byte features some driver monitoring hardware to ensure that the driver is in fact engaged and not sleeping or doing some other activity while autopilot is engaged. Byton is working on some sort of gesture feature to do things like change songs or adjust the volume. Not sure how well that's going to play out. The Mbyte does come with a built-in hotspot so everybody can connect their devices, even if they don't have cellular support. And in, the car also supports over-the-air updates. Bjorn Nyland has a nice 15-minute video where he shows off the Mbyte and interviews a Mbyte, excuse me, interviews a Byton rep. There's a link to the video in the Clean Technica article, and I'll put the article link in the show notes so you can check it out if you so choose. Fred Lambert has our next story. VW unveiled a new home charger for its upcoming ID3 EV. There are three versions. The first one starts at 399 euros or $440. It's a Type 2 cable with 11 kilowatt charging capacity. And then you have the ID Charger Connect. This one connects to your home network. There is an LTE connectivity option, but that costs extra. So the Charger Connect connects to your home network, and then you can connect to the charger from your phone. And you can do things like app management, remote maintenance, access control, software updates. This version of the charger starts at 599 euros or $670. And then we have the cream of the crop, the ID Charger Pro. This one has an integrated electric meter, so you get precise charging costs, digital functions, and an LTE module. And then I'm assuming you get all the other features that you get with the other two chargers. This one costs 849 euros or $950. Honestly, this is a great looking charger. It's very futuristic. It's well-designed. Should be available to order by the end of November. 
Jameson Dow of Electric has our next story. The Tesla referral program has a little update. If you use a referral code to purchase a Tesla before October 1st, then you get 2,000 miles of free supercharging, and whoever owns the referral code gets 2,000 miles of free supercharging. Prior to the update, you only got 1,000 free miles of supercharging, so they doubled it. While the referral program isn't as great as it was, you still get some pretty cool things. For everyone who uses your referral code, you get an entry into a drawing for a free Founders Series Model Y or a Roadster, the brand new Tesla Roadster. And these are two separate drawings. It's not the same one. If you already have a Tesla with unlimited supercharging, then you get double entries into the drawings. So pretty cool when you consider Tesla was trying to get rid of the referral program not that long ago. Our next story comes from Teslarati's Simon Alvarez. What car, a British automotive publication, ranked Tesla as the fourth most reliable car in the UK. They analyzed data from over 18,000 different vehicles, and they cataloged the issues related to the vehicle over the course of a year. One of the things they looked at is when a car did have an issue, how much time did it take to repair it, and what was the cost? I think I said this at the top of the article, but out of 31 brands, 218 models, Tesla achieved the fourth most reliable rating in the UK for car companies. That's insane, especially when you consider that Tesla was the only U.S. automaker to make the list. So good job, Tesla. Our next article comes from Simon Alvarez again. Folksum, I'm sure I'm saying that wrong, a Swedish insurance company, releases an annual study on Sweden's safest cars. Now, if you look at at Tesla, and Tesla's got all of these really cool safety features, you would think that they would be very high on that list. Well, it turns out they are not. Folksum uses data from actual car accidents. In Sweden, Teslas haven't gotten into enough accidents that Folksum can actually use that data. Therefore, they are not on the list. But I do have some numbers for you. According to the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration, one accident occurs every 49,000 or 498,000 miles driven, excuse me. Now that's all automobile accidents lumped together, whether it's a Tesla or a Chrysler, it doesn't really matter. It's all lumped together. So let's look at more specific Tesla numbers here. According to Tesla's Q2 2019 vehicle safety report, If autopilot and all the safety features for the Tesla are disabled, there's one accident every 1.41 million miles driven, three times better than the national average. If autopilot is disabled, but the safety features are enabled, then it's one accident for every 2.19 million miles driven, which is significantly better. But if both autopilot and safety features are enabled... It's one accident for every 3.27 million miles driven. So pretty insane. And you can really get an idea as to why Folksum doesn't have enough data to put them on their list. So Tesla's off the list because their cars are less likely to get into an accident. Our next story comes from Simon Alvarez. Tesla has started swapping out hardware 2 and hardware 2.5, 2.5 units with hardware 3. Sofian Fravel took his Model S to have the HEPA filter replaced, and he was surprised to find out that the service center retrofitted his Model S with hardware 3. For right now, Tesla is only retrofitting the Model S and the Model X, and it's only select Model S and Xs. It's not like a widespread thing. You can't call and make an appointment. 
But if you do have a service and you're on the list, like having a HEPA filter swapped out, maybe you'll come out with a new HEPA filter and hardware three. One can dream. Simon Alvarez has, again, our next story, Simon Alvarez knocking it out of the park. Not long ago, the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration mandated that EVs and hybrids must emit a sound when the vehicles are traveling under 19 miles an hour. This mandate goes into effect September 1st, 2020. As of September 1st, 2019, all Model 3s will have a pedestrian warning speaker. Pedestrian warning speaker. I saw a poll on Twitter asking if this was really necessary given all the safety features that the Model 3 has. To clarify, what the poll said is should the Model 3 be exempt from being required to have a pedestrian warning speaker? because of all the safety features. The two options were yes or no. And the overwhelming answer was the Model 3 or Tesla should be exempt, which I disagree wholeheartedly. (laughs) The warning speaker is designed to warn pedestrians, whether they be low sight or if their back is turned to the car. It really doesn't matter. It's designed for pedestrian safety. It's not, you know, It doesn't matter how safe the car is or isn't. If you're driving down the road and somebody with low sight or isn't paying attention, they're on their phone, whatever, they walk between two cars and you hit them because they didn't know you were there, then all of Tesla's safety features didn't really help them out. It's not for the driver. It is actually for the pedestrian. And if you're a Tesla owner and you're worried about it messing up your Zen driving experience, From what I understand, if your windows are rolled up, you're not going to hear it or you'll barely hear it. If your windows are rolled down, well, then, of course, you're going to hear it. Our next story comes from Fred Lambert. Tesla is building a new assembly line at its Fremont factory. We don't know what the assembly line will be for. The building permit simply describes it as Project GA5, General Assembly Line 5. There's GA4, which is housed in a tent that's not a tent. But based on the GA moniker, we can assume that this is an assembly line to build vehicles, whether that be a Model 3, a Roadster, a Model Y, a Tesla pickup. We don't know. If I had to guess, it's probably the Model 3 or the Model Y because we should be ramping up production here soon because we're getting close to the end of the year. Our next story comes from Joey Klender of Teslarati, Simon Alvarez, and Fred Lambert of Electric. The Tesla Model S Raven, or a Tesla Model S Raven, has been spotted at the Nürburgring racetrack in Germany. This is also called the Green Hell. This is the same track we talked about last week where the Porsche Taycan set a record. It sounds like Tesla has several versions of the Model S there, but we're going to talk about two specific Model S models. One is a Model S P100D Raven cool. We're not going to talk a whole lot about that one. Before we talk about the other one, I want to remind you of the Spaceballs speed chart, which read into this marketing terms. So there's light speed. Tesla doesn't have a car that does light speed. And then there's ridiculous. Tesla did have a car that had ridiculous mode. And then ludicrous and finally plaid. Well, to this point, we have not hit plaid, but there is a Model S in Germany on the Nürburgring that has the ability to go plaid. This car is equipped with three, one, two, three electric motors and seven seats. Now, a lot has been said about the seven seat uh, tweet that Elon sent out. From what I understand is that if a car is a lemon or sent back to Tesla for some reason or 
whatever the reason, they they repurpose them into mules or prototypes. So this sounds like a old Model S body that they repurposed into a test car. So we will keep our eye out for the Plaid Model S stories going forward here. Paul Fossey of Clean Technica, Tesla Energy customers in California can now order commercial size solar arrays. This is pretty similar to what we talked about last week with the ability for customers to rent the solar panels, so solar arrays. So here's how it works. You can purchase a 40 kilowatt system for $62,000. This is going to generate up to 5,000 kilowatt hours per month, which is about ten dollars to $12,000 a year. And then you have the 120 kilowatt system, which is $134,000, and that will produce up to 15,000 kilowatt hours per year and generate twenty-four dollars to $27,000 a year. And the last one is a 240 kilowatt system, which is $241,000, and it'll produce 30,000 kilowatt hours per month and generate forty-eight dollars to $55,000 per year. Now, I should say that, that you're not going to get the forty-eight dollars to $55,000 or the $10,000. That's just what it's going to save you on your electric bill. So if you're a commercial business and you are paying $60,000 a year in electricity and you go out and you buy a 240 kilowatt system and that generates, you know, $55,000 a year worth of electricity, well, then you're going to pay the utility company $5,000 over that year for that energy. Does that make sense? Hopefully it didn't make that too confusing. There's also a subscription plan where you pay for the energy you produce. Basically, it kind of makes Tesla Energy, you know, kind of your utility company. There's no charge to install it. There's no long-term contracts. You can remove it at any time. There is a small fee to remove it if you call out Tesla. Or you can have a third-party contractor remove the system and return it to Tesla, which I think is reasonable. I'm not going to go into like all of the money that you would pay for each kilowatt hour in the subscription plan because really I don't think it's that important. Our next story comes from Fred Lambert. Jeff Don, who is a Canadian battery researcher at Dollhouse University in Canada, Don and Dollhouse are Dalhousie, I think it is actually, are also research partners with Tesla. Don and his team have developed a battery cell that will last over a million miles. In a weird coincidence, Tesla has filed a battery patent with Don and members of his team that are listed as inventors. According to the patent, the lithium-ion-based cell is only using two additives that increase the cell's performance and overall battery life. By reducing the additives to two, which I think most of them have five or six, it reduces the complexity and the cost. We've mentioned that other researchers are toying with different battery chemistries. It should come as no surprise that Tesla is working on stuff like this. I want to bring this back to an article that we had a few weeks ago where a Ford executive, and I can't remember if it was in the Patreon exclusive section or if it was in the main section of the show, but a Ford executive said that autonomous taxis will only have a four-year life cycle. His reasoning for this is autonomous taxis can run 24-7, thus racking up huge amounts of miles every year. He didn't mention if he was referring to these autonomous taxis as being ICE cars, EVs, or both. Elon said the Model 3 is designed to last 1 million miles. 
If Elon turns out to be right, the only thing holding the Model 3 back for that 1 million miles is the battery. Now, if these battery cells work out the way that the researchers think they will, then problem solved. One thing I do want to point out is that this is just a patent. Large companies file patents for everything, and this should not be considered Tesla's next big breakthrough. Tesla may develop the technology further, or they may just sit on the patent, or they may take little bits here and there and develop a new technology. We don't know. This comes from Simon Alvarez. Breaking news. Tesla has started rolling out version 10 of its operating system to early access program members. Here are some of the key features of version 10, according to the release notes. Tesla Theater, stream content like Netflix, YouTube, or Tesla tutorials while you're parked and connected to Wi-Fi. So if you want to watch a movie, you may have to use your phone as a hotspot. There are some superchargers, I'm sure, with Wi-Fi, but I would be hesitant to connect my car to those superchargers just for security reasons. And then you have karaoke, so you can sing along with your favorite song. And the lyrics to the song will be displayed on the screen, just like it does with karaoke. To take advantage of this feature, you must be parked. Let's see, Cuphead, which is an indie game, is now playable. I have not played Cuphead, but I've heard really good things about it. You have to use a USB controller in order to play it, though. You can't use the steering wheel. Feeling lucky or feeling hungry, add some variety to road trips. Tap feeling hungry, and you'll get directions to a restaurant. Tap lucky, and you'll get some surprise adventure to a nearby attraction. I think that's actually pretty cool. Then there's Joe Mode, which reduces the volume of Tesla's chimes to alert the driver. This is particularly helpful if you have young kids in the car napping, and I assume that this is named after someone's kid named Joe. Updates to some existing features. You have Sentry Mode. You can now save clips to a different folder to make them easier to find and view. Older Sentry Mode clips will be deleted to free up some space. Under Maps, when searching for a destination, it will now show the distance to each destination. So if you type in Home Depot and there's 30 Home Depots in your area, it'll show you where the closest one is, which I think is very handy. I'm sure there's more on the update, uh, but this was the most interesting that I could find. And overall, I would call this a fun update. All right, everybody, that's it for the regular show. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to email me, it's Bodie, B-O-D-I-E, at 918Digital. You can also hit me up on Twitter at 918Digital. I don't tweet a whole lot, but I keep my DMs open if that's the way you want to communicate. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully there will be no technical difficulties, although I can't talk. No technical difficulties next week. You all have a great week, and I will talk to you on Friday. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 